Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and their overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the market update today. Looks like it's been a solid green day for the cryptocurrency market, up to $212 billion total cryptocurrency market cap. If you look, that's over $12 billion up from yesterday, 24 hours ago, when we recorded the last podcast. Bitcoin dominance is sitting at 53.07%, has slipped a little bit as some altcoins, certain ones are making some serious tears. Ripple is leading the pack up 41.8% in the last 24 hours, over 63% in the last seven days. So a little bit of recovery. Ripple's currently trading at 46 cents. Just a few days ago, was trading around 27 cents. All right, also up, Stellar's up 15% in the last 24 hours. Cardano as well. Uh, Tron's up 10%. And it looks like Tezos is also up 10%. Tezos is the number two as far as gains over the last week, being up 25% out of the top 20 coins. Those are ones that have moved the most in the last seven days. So it looks like some good action going on today. Bitcoin currently trading around $6,500, uh, up 1.5% from yesterday. We've seen some volatile movement in the market over the last few days. A lot of drops, a lot of spikes. Looks like it's a true fight between the bears and the bulls. All right, so let's jump into the crypto news, see what's going on in the crypto news market today. So starting off with a group of U.S. lawmakers is calling for the IRS to release comprehensive guidance for taxpayers who are earning gains on cryptocurrency investments and transactions. Now, this is something that, that I feel is definitely needed coming from someone that did file cryptocurrency earnings. When I did my taxes last year, it was very, very confusing. Not a lot of clarity as to far as how to do that. And I will talk about some tips, some tax tips, when it comes to cryptocurrency investing and trading when I get to the crypto uh, education corner. So what's going on here is they wrote to the agency that, more, that they've had more than an adequate time to develop clear rules on how cryptocurrency-related profits could be taxed. So rather than release such guidance, the IRS has instead focused on enforcement actions around preliminary rules released in 2014. Uh, the letter claims, citing examples such as the agency's push to collect earnings data on customers from crypto exchange Coinbase, which was a legal battle they fought out. And I don't want to say either side actually won, whereas Coinbase was required to turn over certain crypto exchange records, but only on accounts that were holding a certain amount of cryptocurrency or invested a certain amount of cryptocurrency, should I say. And referencing a previous letter to IRS sent in 2017, Letter said, we are concerned that the IRS is seeking to enforce guidance that does not adequately advise taxpayers of their tax obligations when using virtual currencies. If you look at what's being searched on Google, what's going on in some of the social media chat groups, a lot of people are wondering, how do I claim these as taxes? If you use it as a currency, if you use it as gains, whether you every taxable event, every time you trade as a taxable event, all these things weigh heavy on the taxpayer mind. People want to do the right thing but need some clear guidance on how that should happen. All right, so next up in the news. So Coinbase is back in the news, denying that it engages in proprietary trading and that these activities account for a large percentage of the firm's overall trading volume. So what happened yesterday, uh, CCN Network 
reported an investigation into cryptocurrency exchange policies and operations published this week by the New York Attorney General's Office found that proprietary trading through which an exchange operates a trading desk that trades on its own platform against its customers is common within the crypto industry. Now they're saying that significant variations exist in the amount of trading activity on those platforms. Circle reported that it accounted for less than 1% of the executed volume on its platform, Poloniex, during the most recent time period reviewed. Bitflyer USA indicated that its own activity accounted for approximately 10% of the executed volume on its platform. Coinbase disclosed that almost 20% of executed volume on its platform was attributed to its own trading. However, written in a blog post Wednesday, Mike Lempress, who is the chief policy officer at Coinbase, stated that the exchange operator does not engage in proprietary trading and that the volume cited in the OAG report stems from the company executing trades on behalf of its retail brokerage customers. And you know this makes sense when you think about it. Coinbase has a consumer platform built on top of their trading platform. So if you download the Coinbase app and you just purchase cryptocurrency, you are actually buying it from exchange. They just have a user interface. So those trades that are being executed are just in essence Coinbase settling those purchases from the, uh, you know, from the consumer platform. Uh, Coinbase, this is our statement, Coinbase does not trade for the benefit of the company on a proprietary basis. In order to provide an easy to use customer experience, Coinbase consumer quotes a price and then quickly fills the order from our exchange platform. This takes advantage of the liquidity provided by the entire Coinbase ecosystem. Makes sense. I don't think there's any wrongdoing here. Many people want to call out big crypto uh, exchanges for doing shady stuff. I don't think that's what's happening here because it does make sense. If you've used both platforms, you can understand how that will work. Both the cryptocurrency consumer platform and then the trading platform as well. I use both and you can see how that works out. So also in the news, so Coinbase and Binance are also making some big hires in this bull market. So Binance stated the company is now hiring 50 new employees for its headquarters in Malta and also recruiting new hires for the firm's first fiat to crypto exchange in Singapore. Uh, so the company, which already has more than 300 employees, is soon expected to expand its team to over 350. And Coinbase recently brought in Michael Lee, which I mentioned in yesterday's uh, podcast episode. He, he was a senior executive and head of analytics and data science at LinkedIn as the new company's vice president of data. You know, and also in the news, Coinbase has also hired a former executive from Fannie Mae. So these companies, they're expanding, they're growing, they're making things happen. Just as I mentioned, yesterday's episode was titled, The Bear Market is for Builders, is because there's a lot of infrastructure being pumped in regardless of what the price is right now, cryptocurrency and blockchain is getting a lot of infrastructure added to it, which is going to mean the next run up is going to be very lucrative, could be much bigger than the past one. That's just my opinion, but you can see there's a lot of things out there supporting that opinion. All right. So next up in the news, Bitfury, who is a mining equipment company, has announced the release of a new ASIC chip as well as a new generation of its Bitcoin mining hardware. The Bitcoin mining firm plans to integrate its new offerings across many of its data centers around the globe. They announced the launch in a blog post published yesterday. Uh, Bitfury is releasing a new ASIC chip as part of a new catalog of BTC mining hardware. Coming on a launch, Bitfury CEO stated that Bitfury is looking at all factors, including silicone packaging, chip efficiency, optimal power distribution, cooling designs, and speed of development when designing our mining hardware. We think that this will lead to solutions that deliver the best ROI to our customers, regardless of ASIC size. So that's going on. Also in the news, a headline I'm just going to touch on briefly, just to show you that governments are getting involved in the crypto space. Switzerland 
who has been a, had taken a very pro-crypto stance, is also working with Israel, collaborating on a cryptocurrency and blockchain regulation plan. Uh, this to basically appease both sides and help to get this market, get cryptocurrency integrated into everything to do without, you know, basically regulate it without hindering any of the progress. Uh, so that is it. That's what's top in the news and the headlines today. Let's jump into our crypto education corner. I want to go back to, I mentioned earlier, uh, Ripple. XRP, which is a number three market cap cryptocurrency, is currently uh, trading up 62.81% from a week ago. Now, huge, huge gain. Now, what's going on? If you go back to a couple episodes ago, we talked about Ripple having a platform coming out called XRapid that is going to allow their own native currency, XRP, to be used by banks and other financial institutions for currency settlements cross borders. Now, why is that such a big deal? Now, Ripple has been in the news a lot, excuse me, recently, but a lot of people, a lot of banks are using their platform, but not using the XRP currency. They're using what's called X current, which X current is a fast settlement process, but that allows the banks to use their own currency. This will be a much faster process. X rapid, which they're saying should be around over the next month. Many people are pointing at October 1st as the release date. So it only makes sense that there is a big spike in the price right now when everything else is sitting fairly stagnant overall in the big picture over the last seven days. So this is a perfect example of what I want to talk about when you hear people say, buy the hype, sell the news, or buy the rumor, sell the news. You may as well hear, hear it spoken as. So what does that mean? That means you see a lot of people expecting a big pump in the price. This thing meets all expectations. Buy, you know, buying the hype, there's nothing wrong with that. Buy it, ride it up, get a gain. If you got, got into Ripple a week ago, you're sitting pretty good. Heck, if you got into it 24 hours ago, you're doing pretty good. It's even up 4% just in the last hour. So this is a perfect example. If you were looking to make a trade for a profit, I would buy some additional Ripple. Now, if you're already holding some long-term, that's perfectly fine. I'm not giving any advice for or against that. But if you want to make some additional profit, you could buy, you know, buy into the hype. But when it gets around to announcement time, I would either set a sell order or set a stop loss because you can't, this thing can't take off forever. Market cycles, even if this thing long-term is going to continue to go up, there will be up and down cycles in that run up. So you want to set, you know, at the minimum, set a stop loss to protect your profit. That way you are in the green. If it dips back down, you could, and you still feel long-term, it's a good hold. You could sell at the stop loss and then buy it back on the dip and you can ride another wave up. So that is a perfect example. Buy the hype, sell the news. We've seen it happen numerous times. Tron with some announcements, Burge with some announcements. And both of those didn't quite live up to the expectations people were looking for. So when the news actually hit, when the deadline of the news actually hit, wasn't that big a deal. You saw a dump in the price. Same thing happens when you hear the rumors or confirmed news about a fork coming up in a cryptocurrency. A fork is something where the blockchain splits off, uh, creates a new token. Anyone that is holding the native token gets an additional token of that one. So that's why a lot of people buy. You'll see a spike and then a dump because people are buying the hype, and when the actual the news happens, they are dumping it. All right, so that's it for buy the hype, sell the news. Let's take a look at a couple of crypto tax tips 101, kind of what I mentioned in the beginning of the, the, the podcast when I was talking about, you know, lawmakers are looking for clear direction for tax time. 
And I'm not an accountant. I'm not here to give you any in-depth tax tips, but I will tell you, keeping records is a very good thing to do. Many of the exchanges allow you to export your trading history, so make sure you're saving that. It'd be easier if you do it on a monthly basis, but you can export all your trades, see what you're doing. Uh, that way, you it is easier to claim your taxes. Uh, make sure you're keeping track of what, what money's going in, what money's going out, and what those entry prices are. You know, there's there's a lot of proprietary uh, software out there that allows you to do that. I would just say I'm not recommending any one particular. I will be doing some research to give a little bit more detail on this. But for now, make sure you keep track of all your records. You want to claim, if you are supposed to claim a gain, claim a gain. If you're supposed to claim a loss, claim a loss. Make sure you, if you are in the cryptocurrency space and currently investing, you need to make sure you're claiming something. As I can tell you, one of the news articles I saw a while back was the IRS was stating that only a small fraction, a small percent of people that are actually investing in cryptocurrency are claiming anything on their tax returns. So who do you think they're going to go after? They're going to go after those that are not doing anything. If you, until we get some clarity as far as specific guidelines, you want to follow the rules to the best of your ability. Make sure you're keeping good records. That way you are out of the hot seat and not one that's maybe targeted with an audit because say the IRS knows that you have cryptocurrency holdings and you claim zero during your tax returns each year. So nobody likes to pay taxes, but hey, it's part of what we have to do. So make sure you're keeping good records and doing the right thing. Uh, but like I said, I will over next week, I'll be doing some investigations into some best uh, tax software or different programs that are available for cryptocurrency traders. And I will share that information once I get that, uh, get that information gathered up, processed, and see what my personal opinion is on those things based on the research. So that is it for our episode today. I want to thank you for listening in. As I mentioned, always at the end of every episode, all the news articles that we talk about can be found on our Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. Make sure if you haven't already, find that, find that Facebook page, click, give it a like. Also, if you want to make sure you never miss an update or never miss a podcast or news article, click the follow button and it will give you the option to select see first. This makes sure every time you go to Facebook, if we have an update, you will see it in your newsfeed. It guarantees you not to miss another update. And that is something that you can do on our Facebook page. All right. Thank you for listening in and we'll see you on the next episode.